I was a young lieutenant serving under General Shu in the Earth Kingdom. I discovered a hidden library, underground, in fact. I tore through scroll after scroll. One of them contained a detailed illustration and the words moon and ocean. I knew then that these spirits could be found and killed. And that it was my destiny to do so. Zhao, the spirits are not to be trifled with. Yes, yes, I know you fear the spirits, Iroh. I've heard rumors about your journey into the spirit world. That the ocean and moon gave up their immortality to become a part of our world. And now they will face the consequences. Welcome to the Ember Island podcast. This is a podcast where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we are wrapping up book one, everybody, at last. This is book one, chapters 19 and 20, The Siege of the North. Part one and two. Parts one and two. Yep. I am so excited to talk about this. It's so good. What a cool finale for the first season. Visually, it's so compelling. Oh man, it, yeah, it just it kills it. This is such an engaging finale. It's what every finale should strive to be, in my opinion. It's not my favorite finale of the three seasons, but it's a solid one of that. My favorite finale is um, book two's, even though it rips my heart to pieces. <laughs> Gosh, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, so before we dive in, um, you want to tell everybody the spoiler uh, policy? Yeah, so so everyone, heavy, heavy, <laughs> heavy spoilers ahead. Uh, we are we are talking about the finale of book one. Uh, 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 Avatar: The Last Airbender came out in two thousand five. I think these episodes came out in two thousand six, but you still had over ten years to watch them. Uh, if if you haven't, please go and watch them, especially these episodes. It's it is it's the finale of a season. It is it is so good, and we are going to be spoiling things that happen here, but also things that might happen in the in the future, specifically about maybe like spirit world stuff, Sokka stuff, Zuko stuff, pretty much a lot of stuff. So please, spoilers ahead. Watch it. It's cool. good. Has it really been more than 10 years? Like, yes. Oh, we're old. God, we're so old. We're really old. <laughs> we're so old. And I can't wait for like my friends to watch this and they'll be so mad at me for saying that. It's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Kids today. And oh, I'm gosh. and I'm 23. <laughs> Kids today yeah. do not do not know uh what a what a dial tone comes from and 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 they also don't know what hanging up the phone refers to <laughs> and and they they don't know what the save icon is, which it was a floppy disk, but we don't use floppy disks anymore. <laughs> and they don't have good shows like this one. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I, I think they got some good stuff. Got like, uh, Gravity Falls. Yeah. And Aven Adventure, um, uh, Adventure Time, which just ended. Craig, and... of, uh, Craig of the Creek. 
I heard that was which, good. My brother watches that. Uh, I watched the first, I think, 10 episodes. It is adorable. It yeah. very much re- reminds me of um, of kind of a recess mixed with kids, like the kids next door, mm-hmm. which they're both good. They're both great shows also. Yeah. Actually, I think my mom's seen a couple episodes of that, which I am shocked because she doesn't watch anything like that. <laughs> so It is just so wholesome and sweet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to sheer terror yeah <laughs> this is a wholesome <laughs> oh god, god. there's uh, some scary stuff in these episodes like oh. what uh okay so, so what happens <laughs> yeah so basically the fire nation uh finally attacks the northern water tribe so now everybody's at war and ang is having trouble fighting them off after realizing just the sheer scope of this attack by the Fire Nation. So in order to figure this out, um, he tries to go into the spirit world to figure out uh, what he can do to win the day by hopefully talking with the moon and the ocean spirits because the moon and the ocean spirits are what give waterbenders their strength, particularly at night. Wait, did I? Yeah, okay. And uh, meanwhile, Zuko has survived the violent explosion assassination assass wow assassination attempt by and the pirates in the previous face. episode. Yeah, it's messed up it already was. Oh, it's messed up it. his perfect face. <laughs> yeah. We love you Zuko. It's fine. We love it gives you character. Yep. Uh, so, his scar does though. It really gives him character. It really does. Uh-huh. Like I don't know. I've seen lots of fan art without a scar and stuff and it's just like it's not the same you know but anyway uh yeah it's just like jet and i hate jet oh god that sucks oh it sucks (laughs) so um he decides to still go after ang despite having no plan really (laughs) like he really did not have a plan here so he manages to sneak into the northern water tribe and kidnap ang while he's in his meditative state as he's trying to enter the spirit world and uh that's part one and then part two is i'm just going to summarize part two um oh they end up eventually rescuing ang and zuko by proxy because ang's a good person uh zhao decides that he's going to fix the moon by killing it i'm gonna fix this problem by killing the moon spirit (laughs) to which everybody like on both sides of this war are all like are you freaking nuts like this is insane iroh especially is like you can't you can't do that you're gonna screw up the balance um but he ends up doing so and then the balance is screwed up yeah the balance is screwed up everybody's pissed um and ua ocean <laughs> yeah and as a result ua who uh was given life by the moon spirit when she was a, a baby ends up sacrificing her life so that she can essentially become the moon spirit and restore balance much to Sokka's brokenheartedness which is it's so sad mm. and uh ultimately after turning into a giant spirit monster <laughs> um by Aang the day is saved and uh they all decide to go ship off to the earth kingdom and start doing some earth bending training and stuff and oh but not before ending the episode with Azula which is great because it's awesome 
Azula and Fire Lord Ozai, voiced by Mark Hamill. Mm. So that was my very haphazard summary. So we're going to du- <laughs> just jump in and talk in more detail about it, which it will hopefully make more sense then. So, <laughs> uh, Leslie, normally I, 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 I don't nitpick your summaries, but you did miss one very important thing. I don't know what I miss. Commander Zhao was pulled into the depths <laughs> of hell. By- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That was and amazing. He was drowned to death. Oh, it was that was amazing. I can't wait to talk And he's gone. Bye, yes. Zhao. Bye, Zhao. <laughs> we have a new villain and she's cool. Oh yeah. Thank God. The end of Zhao. Ugh. Care to meet your fate. <laughs> <sighs> Ugh. All right. So we open this episode with Katara kicking ass and taking names and her waterbending training. I don't know how long they've been at the North Pole at this point, but it seems like they've been there for a good couple of weeks. Either that or Katara is just really that good and she's managed to like improve well, so much over the course of like a couple days. But Well, um, Katara held her own with, with Master Paku for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, he he was going easy on on uh, her at first, but she pulled out some really creative f- fighting fighting chops last last episode. So even if it was just a few weeks, I mean, think about how long all of these men that she's decimated have been training. <laughs> if she was there for a month, even if she was there for two months. That's still maybe a tenth of the amount they have been training. Yeah. <laughs> Probably less. Probably, yeah. But she is great. She's a true prodigy. Yeah. Um, um, Paku's great. Um, uh, yeah, he's when... longer a douche for, uh, out of he... nowhere. Oh no, he is. He is still a. He's still a douche, but now he's a douche to other people. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Uh, he says to the guy that he just destroys, um, nice, n- nice try. A couple more years and you'll and you'll be ready to fight a sea sponge. <laughs> um, he also just like looks, he also look, looks down the, the line of of all of the defeated yeah. waterbenders. And it's like, would anyone care for a rematch with, with Katara? <laughs> and no one wants to. No. She's just so good. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, did Aang ever duel her at one point? <laughs> In other words, did um, he get his butt whooped? Cause <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think Paku would let Katara fight Aang because Katara is much better than Aang <laughs> yeah. and Aang doesn't have the passion and the determination and the drive right now yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah so Aang's kind of behind not taking this waterman stuff quite as seriously as maybe yeah. he should be De- yeah determination <laughs> passion and hard and hard work. These are things Aang doesn't really have right now. No, not right now. He gets them later. <laughs> yeah, I get them later. When He's, yeah. things get dire. Uh-huh. But. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's still a 12-year-old boy. I mean, it's kind of to be expected. <laughs> um, yeah, so then meanwhile, we cut to Sokka and Yue just being really cute. Um, she asks him what his uh, 
what his village is like. Is it like ours? No, it's not exactly a culture. <laughs> Not, yeah, uh, he he grew up in a in a hunk of ice, pretty much. <laughs> also, there there he lives in a village with I believe I I I counted in episode one, and it was twenty two people. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of things going around. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Sokka's such a player. <laughs> I wrote. He like he goes from absolutely disliking Appa to using him as a chick magnet. Yeah. <laughs> um Yue feels guilty being around Sokka because she's a really sweet person and she knows that she is engaged and she really likes Sokka and she doesn't want to cheat or almost cheat. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So Sokka the her away. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much <laughs> on Magic Appa, <laughs> yeah. and I just love it too because she's just like, "How does this work?" She's like, "You ready for this?" Yep. Pause. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Saka. <laughs> he is so smooth. I know. <laughs> oh gosh. Is it uh, always this cold in the sky? <laughs> Not if you're with oh with someone. Sokka oh, is just killing Sokka. it. Oh my god, he's on a roll right now. Um, <laughs> although, like, come on, UA, just be like a dis. Like, uh, on the one hand, I kind of respect UA that she's just like so beholden to tradition and like just wanting to serve her country first. Because it kind of goes against like the whole Disney princess style trope where, through this, I'm out. <laughs> without really considering what effect it could have on like society or something or like the kingdom um yeah but still it kind of sucks while they're cuddling in the sky um they notice some black soot mixed with snow that starts to fall from the sky not very romantic um yeah so it's mixed with snow which Sokka is a terrible omen no, yeah, because it means the Fire Nation's coming. That was the same stuff that happened when they invaded the Southern Water Tribe. So, yeah, now everybody's freaking out, and everybody's called to basically an emergency meeting, in which case UA puts her foot down for, I guess, the 80 billion time and says that we can't be together because tradition and I'm engaged and I have to do this for my tribe. And it's just like, on the one hand, I respect her decision to be so dedicated and devoted to her tribe but on the other hand it's like oh just be a disney princess already and like <laughs> screw it well, well i think that if that if she had enough time and if she could talk to her dad without the with, without a terrible siege happening mm-hmm. then 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 the disney princess ending might have happened because it didn't seem like she was marrying Han, uh, who is the douchey suitor, <laughs> yeah. um, because he brought anything to the to the table. It was I know, just... right? Like they never said like what if he's from like a prestigious family or something like that. Like... Well, he 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 is the new up and up and coming commander, and and he's a really good strategist. This guy, really? apparently. Yeah, we're never, uh, we'll so get to stupid. that. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 we're not saying that because he's 
a jerk. No, like he's genuinely an idiot. <laughs> hey, Soka. <laughs> oh my god, he pulled a shamal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, which yeah. I forgot that happened, and it and it was Me so. Too. I burst out laughing. I was like, "Oh my god!" He called him. <laughs> we will get into that. But yeah. um, so we go to this um meeting where the chief basically calls everybody who wants to volunteer for effort to come and receive his mark of approval. And oh, oh, but before that, he's like, some of these faces are about to vanish from our tribe. And they like cut to like, they cut to you, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, to subtle, <laughs> subtle. They cut to, yeah, they cut to UA and then they cut to Han because I guess he bye. dies when he gets, yeah, bye. And then they cut to Paku because he's gonna leave the Northern Water tribe in favor of the Southern one after. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> go see grand grand yeah you know he's uh-huh. going there to help the southern water tribe right it's like Slash it's funny when really they, thirsty yeah like it's funny when these cuts happen because it's like when they cut to you you're just like what because you don't know ua's backstory yet so you're just like oh no wait what does that mean and then they cut to some random dude which turns out to be han later you're like, who the heck is that Oh no! Oh, okay. I guess he, I mean he was kind of a jerk, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they, um, they, 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 um, call on. They call on the, uh, on the spirits of the moon and and the ocean to to bless them and and to make sure everyone stays safe, which which they they keep on doing this kind of subtly where they're bringing you in to this to this culture where one spirits exist two they are worshipped and three they have actual bearing on the world mm-hmm. uh so so the whole thing about about <coughs> spirits existing and actually being really important it isn't just jumped on you for the finale we had hey bye before and and when the spirit of the forest hey bye was upset he turned into a raging monster and just like destroyed the land so keeping the spirits happy and and or or calling on their strength is a thing that happens in this world and it isn't just put upon and i and i really like that and i really like how you really see the lead up and the and the planning that took place for 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 this episode to happen like other things happened before that you thought were just one-off things and it all kind of merges together yeah (laughs) um Yeah, it's just it's good. It's good world building. It is well, it's just good writing too. Mm-hmm. Slash writing, exactly. Yeah. They planned this. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, uh, the the uh, the chief asks people to, to volunteer for a very dangerous mission. Uh, Sokka vol- volunteers because he has nothing to live for if he can't yeah, have UA. Oh God! Uh, 
and they just share this look of oh. sadness. And they're playing like the winter to spring summers. I know. Oh. Uh, you're you you're not marrying your people. It's mm. just oh, I wrote, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, I'm six I'm 16, Daddy. I can do what I want. <laughs> Uh, so, um, so Aang vows this time to be here for the attack because, uh, when all of the air, when all of the air temples were attacked, he was in the iceberg and he couldn't do anything about it. And, and this is kind of his reduction. He dramatically is all like, I'm going to make a difference this time, which I totally remember being in the chair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, like I vividly remember that trailer. Where they yeah, I Aang. mean, we'll we will uh, we will talk about this later, but I don't think Aang really made the difference. It was more no. the ocean spirit. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so back to the Fire Nation. Um, Admiral Zhao is super happy about genocide. Uh, he is also super happy to make fun of uncle for his failure at bossing say um mentions m- mentions his son dying which yeah, is, is great so messed up who does that like i'm gonna mock this dude yeah um <laughs> losing the right, war because of his dead son <laughs> yeah um but also right after your his um nephew died about let's say a month ago and mm-hmm. you were the one that blew him up. Yeah. He's so, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actual human garbage. <laughs> yeah, so that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then um uh, but, like Iroh's taking it, like Iroh's a trooper. Yeah. And then oh, uh oh something I something I missed when um when Aang vows to make the to make the difference. They do the same upshot into the sun that happens during the opening. Oh, cool! When 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 that. um yeah when uh when Aang is just standing there and it does the upshot in into the sky to show the like title sequence, mm-hmm. it was really reminiscent of that. So I think it's like this is the start of Aang's story, guys. This is where things are gonna get really adult. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, so uh, Zhao's super happy about uh, about genocide, which leads us to the Fire Nation fucking up the ice wall. Yeah, and then Ang proceeds to go try to take down what he thinks is just like one, maybe two or three ships. <laughs> and like at first, it seems like he's taking down the ship like thing. I mean, he's single handedly yeah getting rid of one of these ships. It's yeah. fantastic. Hmm. And it's just like, ah, oh, been there, done that. We've had 18 episodes behind us where I've had to do the same thing. So no big deal at this point. But then after he beats the first one, he zooms out <laughs> and realizes there's like eh, one down, 500 more to go. Like, <sighs> oh, crap. Which really is the first time where I think we get a conflict of this scale on, on the show, I think. Because at up to this point, it's mainly just been like, a handful of ships. I mean, the closest we've gotten is when they had to go through the Fire Nation in order to get to the Fire Temple during the solstice. But like, um, yeah, this is like the first and time. Where it's also, like, 
yeah, I uh, uh I would say then and also um when they are uh when Aang is is uh finally captured by the archers and then they are are um are in that Fire Nation stronghold. I mm-hmm. think those are the two markers that that we had to how like vast the the Fire Nation's arsenal was. Yeah. There's so many ships. Mm-hmm. And he rightfully kind of comes back and just like, oh man, I took down maybe like 12 of them, but I'm just one kid. <laughs> like, yeah. He can't do it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. um turns out uh the uh, uh the water uh, uh the northern water water tribe um captured uniforms off of all off of dead fire <laughs> nation soldiers when they attacked 85 years ago um, and they're, they have not dated. aged well no they're like super pointy a <laughs> little pointy uh Sokka really sees them pads. and just laughs and laughs and I laughed and everyone and laughed Han, and then Jerkwad Han is like what's your problem <laughs> it's like oh these things are so dated look how pointy they are yeah uh, um, I wrote Han is here and he and he's an asshole yep <laughs> just like oh here and, we go and that's his personality that's uh, it yep not much yeah. else to him like uh, I mean, I get it, but like, do they always need to be total dicks? Like, and and then it begs the question: It's like, really, dude? Would you really let your daughter marry this asshole? <laughs> it says a lot more about you than it does about this guy. <laughs> well, chances are that he treats the chief a lot differently. So, um, so um, uh, uh Sokka knows quite a bit about about the fire nation because they have been fighting the the fire nation for months so um so the chief tells tell tells him to tell han everything he knows and and it also slips in there that um that he is going to be marrying my daughter princess yue you you know the thing that you want most of all, Sokka. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now and now and now you have to help him out. Uh yeah. so uh uh so this is th- this is where I this is where I wrote, quote, he is not Cocoa. He's broadly <laughs> upper crust the third. <laughs> yeah. For those now, of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Evercrest the third is a character from an extremely goofy movie, the sequel to a goofy movie. <laughs> it's actually really good, guys. Yeah. Childhood classic. I know. Last time I checked, it was on Netflix. So if you're curious, go check it out. Specifically, Bradley Evercrest the third. He makes the derpiest faces in that movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so um basically he he is the the uh stereo the 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 stereotypical like early 90s frat frat leader jock guy that's just so rude (laughs) and just so punchable who has a bunch of money and just will let you know that his 
that his daddy fixes all of his problems. Oh, kind of like Draco Malfoy. My father <laughs> will hear about this. <laughs> Except he ever mentions his, Yeah, but I don't think he ever mentions his dad here. I don't think so either, but I can definitely picture it. Yeah, that's true. He like he just gives off that vibe of um my dad owns owns um the owns um the rec center and and we are gonna bulldoze it to put down another condominium <laughs> no in every movie just oh my gosh <laughs> just terrible so um so so, so we got yeah to, yeah <laughs> so <sighs> we cut to the other tier worthy scene one of many tier worthy scenes honestly uh zuko's getting ready to go out and initiate his stupid not thought out plan of going to get ang and ira was like nagging him about i don't know just like make sure you do this make sure you do that (laughs) and then like he's just like i'm sorry i only nag you like ever since i lost my son i think of you as my own (laughs) Woo. I'm not crying. Then, no, and then Zuko, Zuko bows to him. Oh my but god! Then, but then Iro just like cry hugs him and just oh grabs my god. him in his arms. Yeah. And then, and then when he's when he's leaving, he uh, tells him to put his hood up because it's cold. Oh. Out. <laughs> it's so sweet. Like, and oh Iro's the only one that cares about Zuko. Yeah. Even oh Zuko God. doesn't care about Zuko. Yeah. Uh, but um but um Iroh is the only one yeah, Iroh, keeping yeah. Zuko alive. Oh Even Zuko doesn't care about Zuko. Mm-hmm. I mean he's so damn fixated. Like uh oh, Zuko. Like, I mean, because like Iroh hugs him, but he, like I mean Zuko doesn't reciprocate it. I mean he's just so fixated. He just on... stands there. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how to hug someone because because Fire Lord Ozai is just the devil. Yeah, just the worst. And like he's just so fixated on just trying um, to prove himself to his dad. I mean, like- later, even uh uh even um e- even Sokka says that Zuko is just super de- is just so de- is just so determined that they can't die in in the in the storm at all and he uses it that as his um as his just as his justification for ang still being alive mm-hmm. everyone knows that zuko is just so driven like he's just so he is so determined yeah uh but um but i'm going back but it's just like he's so driven that i don't even think he feels <sighs> like he understands the full weight of how his uh, of of how Iroh feels about him, he's so no. fixated on trying to like impress his biological father that he doesn't realize he doesn't know adopted what he has. father is right in front. Yeah, like okay, uh, it breaks my heart. Let's let's like take a take a minute to to talk about Zuko's family. <laughs> so, uh. This is why we just said spoilers ahead. <laughs> this, this, this moment is really poignant because um, Zuko's Zuko's mom disappeared when he was a boy. He doesn't know where she where she went, but she was the only one 
that was really there to care for him and really there to love him and like nurture his- and nurture his like altruistic qualities that are yeah <laughs> that are usually after- seen as yeah after his sister azula was born because azula was better at fire bending so fire lord ozai uh gave all of his attention to her which which is for zuko's benefit actually because Uh because ozai's attention is a monster toxic yeah and and he made azula a monster Mm -hmm. well i think part of it was nature and the other part was nurture just because like Um, yeah i think the psychotic break there is a lot there and Uh and we'll talk about azula later yeah but there's a lot there but it's but it's probably a benefit that that um that uh fire lord ozai didn't care about zuko because zuko could grow up with 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 the qualities that we love about him that will slowly come out more mm-hmm. and 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 um Iroh is really the one that kind of bursts it through and we will really see that next next season next book. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh so um these so these these um uh, these moments when Zuko is still on formality with Iroh and and where he he's showing affection but but not to the degree that like you would expect. Later on, he seems to be fixed from the childhood abuse that happened to him and just the childhood neglect that like mm-hmm. Iroh after the death of of after the death of his son, after he failed at, at bossing say because his son died and he was just so heartbroken that he just collapsed into himself. He found life through Zuko, and Zuko will later find life through him. And yeah. it's and it's really beautiful. And to, and and I really like how the adults are alive and they actually matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um talking about talking about iroh um iroh and um and uh have a have have a talk on the deck where um iroh says uh water benders draw their power from the moon just like fire benders draw their power from the sun and it is and it is almost a full moon which makes water bending that much more powerful um and uh uh uh, admiral zhao says he's working on the moon problem you know he's just gonna get rid of the moon um and and this is the trend of um of um zhao just like hinting yeah i got something up my sleeve and it is a blanket. I am going to put a giant blanket over the sky and no one will see the moon. <laughs> and then I'm just going to snap my fingers and just disappear. Except it's really terrible and it's, and, and it's really frightening. Yeah, um, Zhao sucks. Yeah. Uh, Zhao, is, Zhao is insane. 
he is talking about fixing the moon problem like we don't need the moon and the sun <laughs> and um and uh, at first the first time you watch this episode you will have no idea what he could be talking about because you can't even fathom a world where you could just snap your fingers and then get rid of the moon mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that's a thing you yeah. would think that oh there is some <laughs> weapon that would be so powerful the moon won't matter or or oh we're we're gonna put a big fireball in the in in the sky or something and it will just make us better you don't expect him to get rid of the moon yeah no uh, so um, yeah uh, <laughs> so meanwhile uh, we cut to um, Han and Soka oh lord yeah <laughs> So Han calls him Soka, which is great if you've ever seen the movie that shall not be named by M. Night, um, <laughs> where you got all the names wrong. Soka. Ong. Soka. Ong. Hero. Hero. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Han's talking about all the perks <laughs> that you get by... Marrying the anyway. princess. Yeah, the princess is all right, I guess, but not nearly as cool as the perks. Oh my God. You know, gentle for a one Yeah. Oh my gosh, and uh, Sokka's understandably pissed about this. Like, really? Yeah. Like Which... this is the guy. <laughs> also, a lot of boat rides. You are just in a boat <laughs> all the time now. <laughs> Yeah, lots of boat rides. <laughs> but it's but it doesn't seem like being chief is actually hereditary. It it uh it seems like the chief is chosen because he doesn't mention I'm gonna become the chief once I marry Princess Yue. So mm. Wait, it's so kind of weird. So I don't really know what the perks are. I You're marrying a princess? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, she's such a sweet uh, girl, and she's so nice. Yeah, and she's really beautiful. Maybe those are the perks. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, turtle seals are amazing. Uh, but also they. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, um, they they, wait, they roll wait, around. Sokka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sokka ends up beating the crap out of this guy because he assaults <laughs> over something and uh yeah and then he gets taken off the mission because the chief wants him to be ua's bodyguard which, ooh. <laughs> which um i think the chief was just being nice so uh <laughs> me too yeah the the uh the chief was like Sokka, you're off the mission because you're fighting with with the leader of it but but I got a special thing for you. Why don't you stay here super behind em- enemy lines and just make sure UA's okay? You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So like, I think he right, was just being nice. Yeah. <laughs> but Sokka's pretty happy about it. So, mm-hmm. so it's fine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, turtle seals are amazing. Uh, they are the cutest things ever. But I think I still like turtle ducks better. Agreed. Because they're small. And, they and they're portable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, portable turtle duck. Oh. Uh, so, um, 
remember how I how 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 I was saying that um that Zuko doesn't care about himself. So um Zuko uh dressed as a street fighter uh, <laughs> uh decides to follow the turtle seals just in just in a in 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 a nice hole that he doesn't know where it goes and he doesn't know how far it will it it will be and he doesn't know how long he can hold his breath because as a because as a firebender i'm sure that he hasn't spent a lot of time swimming in ice cold water and and i would think turtle seals would be able to spend a a long time Uh submerged yeah so zuko makes a super smart decision to just (laughs) jump in there and swim through oh my goodness he could have died Ugh. so uh wait Okay, I am I am just going to skip over the other scenes that happen and just focus on Zuko Stupid. So okay. yeah, let's we'll uh, talk about Zuko Stupid today. And then we'll and then we'll go back. But um yeah. but so uh Zuko goes through, pops up, he he almost died. He is grabbing at the ice, just gasping for for breath. And then and he's almost dying of hypothermia. He is, yeah. he is shaking. He is having to like breathe steam to just warm himself up. Uh, and then he like pets the seals because the seals are good boys. <laughs> um, I believe he was pushing them away, not petting. <laughs> um, no, you gotta pet the seals because the seals are good boys. Uh, <laughs> but um. But then Zuko sees another tube and is like, you know what? I almost died <laughs> once. Let me do it again. So then he goes through the tube, almost dies, and fires his way through the pipes. And now he is inside of the Water Nation. And... He doesn't care about himself. No. And he could have died so many times throughout. And it just shows his determination (laughs) without thought for his own safety. Because his own safety doesn't doesn't matter because he doesn't matter unless he has the avatar. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's just like, are you freaking insane? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like and he clearly doesn't have a plan afterward. No. <laughs> no, like <laughs> what? I mean, there's a reason why I wrote <laughs> craziness and book two <laughs> later on. It's like, yeah, that was not a well thought out plan. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Gosh. So it's like Zuko could be smart, but he can also be really sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. So uh that is that is it with with my rant about that but um but um ua is it it is uh talking to ang and katara um explaining that that the spirit of of the moon and the ocean uh brings strength and life to everyone um so 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 ang decides that that he wants to talk 
to them and maybe ask them about like a crazy spirit attack that he might do which spoiler alert spoiler, yeah it happens <laughs> <laughs> so oh uh so um ua brings him and him and katara to to the center of the center of all spiritual energy energy in the in the north pole um which is this like oasis which is crazy because it's in the middle of the north pole right <laughs> everywhere else is just surrounded by is is um is um just surrounded by ice but it's super warm and lush yeah. and nice i don't know how they maintain this place doing uh, no yeah uh yep. so uh so ang ang uh sits down uh to 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 meditate to try to get into the spirit world and this is a really cute cute moment that i mm. that i really like where um ang's really concentrating really hard oh, yeah <laughs> you and guitar are in the back like so what is he doing you i asked guitar's like oh he's meditating um he's trying to get into the spirit world it's like oh okay cool and they're just chatting up a storm some quiet <laughs> yeah. quiet would help me <laughs> and then he proceeds to, yeah and then he proceeds to stare at the really creepy koi fish that are just swimming in a circle um in the middle of the pool until they eventually form yin and yang, yin and yang in his mind, and then he goes into the spirit world. <laughs> like, yep. Okay, weird. Okay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So, uh, um, so, so um, Katara says famous last words. Uh, <laughs> I'm perfectly capable of protecting him. <laughs> well, aren't you a big girl now? Here comes Zuko. Here's Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So yeah. he comes out all creepy with a stupid big girl mouth fine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh they proceed to fight. And but once again, Katara is a badass. Yep, it is almost night. Almost a full moon. And it's she's night. wrong as hell now. Yeah, and yeah, Katara's like full-blown waterbin and master at this point. <laughs> Just <laughs> killing it. Um, and only gets better and better as the seasons progress. Yeah. <laughs> um Oh, she does the same. I know, noted that she does the same move on Zuko that she does at the start of the ep on of the episode on the one guy she was dueling. Where I don't know, she puts like a mountain of ice up against him, so he's like stuck in the air. I like that. Yeah. Mm? Yeah. Is, so she does that. It's a really good way to get them off balance. Mm -hmm. It's a cool uh, move. Yeah, Zuko keeps on just like goading her. Oh, looks like someone <laughs> found a teacher. Oh, you little peasant. <laughs> which i thought he was gonna say another word but oh, yeah. this is like why this is like y7 yeah so <laughs> even though some of the stuff they get away with on this episode uh, yeah. yeah enjoy your nightmares seven-year-old <laughs> um yeah so then she manages to win about 30 minutes until the sun rises with 30 seconds <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then the sun rises and then Zuko knocks her out and takes Aang, oh, but not before <laughs> saying another stupid line. Oh, I love it. It's so stupid. <laughs> you rise with the moon, I rise with the sun. Uh, <laughs> which I am sure there is many Zikitara fan fiction. Oh my god. Around that so theme. many. I know. I can't. That's just that's the only summary that you get if you go to fanfiction.net. It's just like you rise with the moon. 
when I was and for mature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll save you from the pirates. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, come with me, Zuko. Right. Season two. Oh, come with me. Come with me. <laughs> I'll fix your face. We'll be together forever. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so good. Amazing. The drama. Okay. But um, <laughs> But then proceeds, like, again, did not think this through. Let's just proceed to take Aang and then walk Into in the middle of blizzard. freaking blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Without Yet again, really knowing determination. Oh, my God. This is Undertale. We yep. only have determination. He's filled with lots of determination. <laughs> More like he's filled with determination because this is so derpy of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Undertale is a great game, guys. Um, So, uh, the Fire Nation breaks through the walls because it is uh, because it is because it is now daybreak, so they stop their ceasefire because now they are technically at a better advantage, stronger than the Water Tribe people. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, uh, and um and um and the the episode ends with um with um Yue finding uh finding Sokka bringing bringing him to the oasis Katara waking up from from being hit by by like hitting the pillar but behind her while while she was blocking the 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 uh, fire blast it was like like a blast of steam like pushed her back and then um and then she wakes up and everyone knows ang's body is gone he is in the spirit world and they and um at this moment they don't know if he can get back unless he knows where his body is yeah. although when was it ever established that like you can't touch him while in the spirit world like when was that established? Um, I don't think it was. I think yeah, that, that's kind of weird. Well, like, no, I I think that they they were afraid that if they moved him, then he couldn't get back. I guess so because then reason. like, yeah, because it's like you're telling me that Zuko never touched his skin specifically while Aang was in the spirit world. Oh no, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, bringing him through a through a blizzard on his blizzard. shoulders. Yeah. He he also tied up his wrists later on. So he, but he had wasn't to touching touch- his skin directly. He was touching his arms, which are like long sleeves. Uh, so, um, I I think his wrists have skin on them. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I think his wrists have skin. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry to be a smart Alec, but <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so You're yeah, we're in. Laugh so much, I'm dying. <laughs> I just have a sore throat. So pretty cough. I'm dying. Excuse. I'm sick. Yeah, uh, I'm, of, I'm dying of pretty of pretty coughing disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moulin Rouge, pretty, oh, pretty coughing disease. Uh, 
so drama. And that's yep. the end of the episode. And now normally you would have to wait until the next episode happens, but we're going to do it right now. We're not here. We're ending this here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we open up with um, Katara, Sokka, and Yue. Aang didn't have gone far. And uh, meanwhile, we cut to Aang hanging out in the spirit world, which is a weird ass place and really creepy. It's really cool. So, so it kind of reminds me of the, of of um the swamps we we uh we uh, go to later, but it's all swampy, and and uh, everything's really lush and it's really brown. Brown is really the the um the um color scheme, and it's kind of strange looking. Everything's everything looks really mm-hmm. organic yeah oh plus i also like the change in color palette here like it's very sepia tone which yeah. goes in contrast with like a lot of the blues that we're seeing in the north pole at right now so let yeah. you know hey we're in a different place. place yeah so this is the first time that we've like been in the spirit spirit world parts of the spirit world i guess i mean like yeah we saw ang in Back in like episodes not episode nine during the winter sol- solstice, but like it was still like you could still see remnants of the physical world. So like, yeah. But now he's like knee deep in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, lots of creeps around here. We meet a creepy meditate. Although I like I like the monkey. Um, but okay. So Ang tries to go ask this monkey where the moon and the ocean spirits are and he's really annoyed that he is meditation so he just tells ang to go chase some random glowy thing and ang just doesn't even question it <laughs> like okay yeah, and, uh, <laughs> so so this is like a kind of like anthro it is a um it is a anthropomorphic bad uh, a baboon spirit mm-hmm. We don't really know what he's the spirit of, but he's cool. Um, yeah, so Aang goes to chase a random glowy thing and gets lost a couple times. Uh, uh, there is there is one part that is really cool when um he is, he's chasing the glowing thing, and then um the branch he is on just like disintegrates oh, yeah. and just fall, and then he falls into the water and. MVPs here. Avatar mm-hmm. Roku. Roku's Woo! gonna save Thank us God. all. Thank God. Yeah. Like, it's interesting because, I mean, for at least the original show, I think the spirit world is set up to be, like, this illogical type of place where there really isn't any logic to it. Stuff just happens in it. Kind of just cuz. Um, which I personally don't have a problem with. I mean, the spirit world like it's fine and it gives us a lot of fun creativity to be had but then it's weird because then they kind of backtrack a little bit i feel like when we get to car later when we get uh more spirit world stuff it's just like oh no the spirit world runs on emotion and stuff just like wait what but which i feel like was never really established here i'm just mentioning it now just because i thought it was weird that they yeah they try to redefine what the spirit world was or how it works yeah, cool. they do talk about emotions here, but it's for a totally different reason. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so 
in the real world, uh, uh, Zuko is, oh, is... Let's just talk... Why don't we just talk about what happens in the spirit world first? And then... yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go back. But um, cool. Roku uh, tells Aang that... Uh, that the only person that is old enough to know where where Twee and Law are is Ko the face stealer. And 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 Aang must show no emotion to him or else he will steal his face. Yay, that's lovely. Just char he sounds like a charming guy. It's great. This um, it's terrifying. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this episode. Oh yeah, legitimately terrifying. Terrifying. But, but this is a real mythological creature in in Japanese culture. Really? Yeah, face stealers. It's a thing. Shoot, that's scary. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, but before he does that, so apparently. Yeah, the moon and the ocean spirits just decided to cross over to the physical world, which I I guess I never really thought about that. It's like, can any spirit just choose to do that if they want to or like or what? Uh, so. And so why I, would they? <laughs> Question. Yeah, so so I think that this is just a special case where they just decided to do that. But I don't know why they would. They never ex they never ex explain the rationale behind it. Because mm -hmm. I would want to be in like the cool spirit world forever. Same. I mean, it's kind of weird. I mean, especially because then you think of like Abai, for instance, kind of existed in in both or goes back and forth between the physical and the spirit world. So it's like, okay, so once you're in the physical world, do you have to like revoke all ties to the spirit world? Is that why? The moon and ocean spirits just hang around in the form of koi fish, or like do they? I don't know. Lots of questions. They're all good questions. That yeah, I don't get answered, but something to think about. Um, yeah. So Eng goes to uh, Ko the face dealer's lair. He sees another cute little monkey from behind this time, and then the monkey turns around and has no face because oh my, creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then. He goes in and proceeds to calm down and try to tries to exhibit no emotion. And then we meet Ko, who is absolutely terrifying. And I'm amazed that this design managed to make it into a children's show. Okay, so um, it is super creepy because Ko normally wears um wears um Noah masks um no masks uh they are uh, uh they are really in in um i believe chinese stage plays oh no japanese stage uh, uh stage plays uh where um every single character doesn't have face doesn't have face makeup they they have a character that is that is that is signified by the mask they are wearing kind of kind kind, kind of similar to the blue spirit mask zuko mm -hmm. wears um and um and every single mask has um has different colorings different designs that mean different things and that signify what that character is and what they do and that's why ko wearing wearing these no masks is so cool yeah. and creepy it's because so creepy. 
because he's like putting on a character who's the same as mm-hmm. the people that are just acting because he's so cool. yeah like he's a cross be- to me I, his design is like a cross between face from spirited away and like a, centip- and a centipede like he's got the body of a centipede <laughs> and like he moves centipedes around are creepy. Like, it's so creepy i don't do centipedes i don't like it i don't I, I just don't like bugs in general. Anyone who knows me. So this thing terrifies me, especially yeah. because it resembles a centipede. And on top of that, like, just put, like, the no face imagery on top of it. Because, like, okay, Spirited Away is my favorite movie of all time. But when I was younger, like, no face terrified the crap out of me. <laughs> so seeing something that is very similar to that. Yeah, still does. Not yeah, as creepy. much as. Uh-huh. Yep. Just ultimate creepiness factor here with this design really good design just downright terrifying and i'm very concerned that this was allowed in a show where seven-year-olds are technically given the okay to watch this i'm not (laughs) i'm not concerned this is art and this is wonderful oh yeah no it's super cool I love this creepy stuff and it's such good world building and i love this mythology that is that uh-huh. is built into the avatar world because it makes everything feel alive yeah and it gives the spirit world like a stakes uh, a bite I'm to scared. it or it stakes yeah like mm, like not everything's all sunshine and rainbows yeah. spirits <laughs> are not supposed to be super happy go lucky things all the time yeah spirits um in um in in um eastern eastern cultures there are there are happy spirits that are that are just benevolent that are that are just going about their day that that aren't trying to hurt you and then there's spirits that are purposefully trying to hurt you because they're evil Mm -hmm. and i like that they're showing both and it's cool it's just really cool yeah so um so uh ko is really scary uh he also um i forgot to mention it but the shot um before ang enters his lair of just like the giant tree and then there's like a giant wolf in the back was so miyazaki (laughs) giant wolf's cool (laughs) yeah just giant miyazaki style princess mononoke wolf yeah the giant miyazaki style tree yeah plus um, the the wolf had like markings on its on its forehead that kind of reminded me of like um princess mononoke for some mm-hmm. reason yeah lots of miyazaki if you didn't know by now guys the creators love miyazaki. they've explicitly stated on the show they were heavily inspired by miyazaki for this show <laughs> so. they've done really well yeah so mm-hmm. so ko is really scary uh who whoever did the voice for this which i don't Ooh. remember but yeah i don't know either but they are skilled Ooh. Mm -hmm. in just putting oil in a voice (laughs) just making it creepy and ugh Uh, yeah so so creepy um uh, so ang's doing a very good job keeping a straight face because knowing me i would have lost my face a millisecond oh hell yeah (laughs) like i'm out (laughs) would have been over before i barely even stepped in Um, yeah, so Aang calmly manages to ask where the moon and ocean spirits are, and, um, Ko gives him, uh, just, like, hints as to what they might be or what their physical forms might be and physical 
Uh, Aang eventually does deduce that it, um, they're the koi fish that he saw in the pool where he was meditating at. Um, in which case, <laughs> I loved his outburst, his outburst and then like immediate recovery after yeah. after Koa like immediately just like creeps up on his face, which is creepy. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so I so I want to go through the masks that that um that um Ko oh, yeah. wears. So um so first uh Ko is wearing a female no mask. So like it looks really creepy, I know, mm-hmm. but it is supposed to when someone's wearing that mask and they don't have that creepy creepy smile on it. Um that that type of mask it is supposed to be a beautiful innocent goddess woman like that is supposed to be someone good yeah and it's just oh just grossing that mask and it's (laughs) and and it's really cool um next uh there is like a like like a samurai type 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 person and at first i thought (laughs) i I thought that was the face of Avatar Karuk. So, um, so, um, was it? During, no, I don't, it, that wasn't, no, yeah. Wasn't. So, uh, so during, so, uh, during, uh, Ko's, um, Ko's taunting, he talks about how a previous Avatar went, went to him to try to get his lover back. Um, the lover that is that is the that is the 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 um next mask who is named umi um and uh and she is from and she's from the she's from the southern water water tribe she was the woman with like the really pretty just like flowing flow flow flowing hair or she was um like the girlfriend of the avatar um yeah who was the last um waterbending avatar water tribe 800 years ago yeah and Wait, was it, um, it wasn't 800 years was it 800 years ago? uh that oh, is what co said shoot dang okay and these avatars live forever because he was well it seems fine. like they do yeah okay because before ang was roku and then before it was kyoshu uh, kyoshi and then um Kurt was after was before her yeah, so I guess, uh, because what Roku died, like I thought in his like eighties or something. Kyoshi, I get the vibe that she to be over a hundred. That's the vibe I get. Uh, yeah, okay, let, yeah. Let oh me... wait, oh, and then you you also have to add a that Ang's been in the iceberg. That, yeah. Yeah, some slight timeline things are. Off. <laughs> it's a nitpick. Yeah, so um so um co oh uh be uh the avatar trivia site says that Ko stated that he stole Umi's face nearly eight or nine hundred years ago, but if you actually do math, it's probably about four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're getting into fine details. But, <laughs> yeah. Um and then there's um and then there's the baboon from outside's face that he that he mm-hmm. stole. And then there was the owl, uh, yep. which um, that is when he is he's talking about knowledge. 
which I think is really cool. And then there's um, and also given the fact and, that there's a spirit li- library that's run by an owl. Yeah, the uh, the kind of drawing of it, it's similar but not quite. No, it's not. Same. But like, I don't know, makes me but it's, wonder. But it's nice throwback. Mm-hmm. And then um, there is a old man, um, that that he's that he's talking to. Um, and then there is, uh, then there's the blue evil Oni mask. So mm-hmm. that is another, um, no mask. Uh, and, and, uh, and that one is kind of similar to Zuko's blue spirit mask. But, um, but, um, that is a mask of a, of a Oni demon, which means that he's evil. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, he's evil. And then, and then he he ends the conversation with with the face of a Fire Nation soldier, be because of the sideburns. That's how you can tell someone's from from um the Fire Nation. They look like Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> and and the pacing of the faces, along with what he's saying, and 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 just the evolution of it is so well done it's super and it's, cool and he is um, a and he's a centipede so that he has a yeah. hundred hands to grab your face right and, oh my gosh oh it's just it's it's so like cool. special shout out like i don't say this enough but special shout out to storyboard artists for this i like <sighs> man i don't know like this scene just really sticks out to me it's one of those standout scenes that you see in like a really good show it could be anything not just this show it's just like yeah i remember every moment of this scene and like it takes a and for an, an animation standpoint a really talented storyboard artist and, and stuff to really i think pace this out and like just all the different things that are going on in the scene it's really it is hard to do subtle animated horror it is mm-hmm. hard to do a jump scare when it's animated. <laughs> and it is and it's hard to to feel the stakes when you're supposed to be monotone. Mm-hmm. It is it is a Ugh. it is it's kind of like a quiet place where you start to feel the tension because you hear the silence. Mm-hmm. It is it is the same thing where <laughs> you start to feel the the, the attention because Co is just screaming in in Ugh. face, trying yeah. to get him to break. Yep. Oh my gosh. It's and so like good. again, the, the moment where he had a quick little outburst upon realizing that uh the koi fish are what he's looking oh, for. You're so scared <laughs> for him. Oh, it's terrifying. It's like, oh god. <laughs> and then like you immediately cut to Ko, just all up in his face, like <laughs> and just like immediately calms back down. It's like shit. It's scary. Yep. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> he gets the information that he needs, um, and he exits the lair. Thank goodness. And then, and then um, Roku tells him that, um, that he has a friend that will help him go back oh. home. And that's Heibai. Heibai's yeah. here. Although, uh, was it Ko who also told him that the moon and ocean spirits are in danger at the moment as well? Yes. So, okay, yeah. So he also tells them they're in danger. So, um, yeah, now he's really freaking out. So it's like, I gotta get back. Which um oh, he he, right. he uh he tells them they are in danger when he's wearing the the Fire Nation face. Oh the way that they, yeah, 
the way that they did that scene was really good, guys. Man, that scene is great. Like, <laughs> props to the animators, the storyboard artists, everybody involved. A plus plus, you you win. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So Roku gives him his ride. Hey, bye. <laughs> uh, to take him back to the entrance of the spirit world. So good. Yeah, so great. I love hey, bye. Um, yeah. yeah so. Aang manages to leave, and uh, then we cut back to Heibai, <laughs> or the the meditating monkey who's annoyed again that his meditation has been disturbed by these two. In which case, Heibai proceeds to morph back into Rack the him. yeah monster face again, and then <laughs> just yell in his face, <laughs> and then just immediately transform back into the cute cuddly panda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so at so at this. At this moment, Aang is traveling back to his body, but there's a few things that happened while Aang was in the spirit world. <laughs> so, uh, so first, uh, the village is still under siege. Uh, there are these giant fireballs that are just flying into in, into the whole the whole ice fortress. And, um, and um Aang is lost and and um Katara, Yue, and Sokka are trying to find him and they can't because it is snowing so hard that even though Zuko is tr- is just trudging through like waist high snow, he's not leaving a trail because the snow just falls so quick that it just takes over anything and there is just so much wind and and (coughs) but Zuko is um Zuko's carrying Aang on his shoulders and then um steps on ice by accident and the ice starts the ice starts starts to break so he just makes a a run for it to try to get to the other side um uh barely barely gets there and and then he 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 uh he ties ang up and this is where zuko's writing is really really good and this is where you really see the kind of transition from just like a straight villain to something bigger well i think we already saw that like i mean well yeah but episode and a couple uh, earlier things that happened before that even yeah I would definitely say that, but I but I think once um once Zhao dies this episode, I think Zuko ceases to be the villain. Period. Oh yeah, def- definitely. And it's just Azula. Definitely, yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> yeah, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree with that. This season, Zuko and Zhao are are um are the uh, both the villains. Mm. Zuko's better in general. Oh yeah. <laughs> And but, um, would probably be a better villain, but I, mm-hmm. but, but I think Zuko. Well, actually, Zuko stops being be, being the villain because he becomes a Earth a Earth Kingdom refugee. But he, but he stops being the villain because he, or the primary one at least. That yeah, he stops being the primary villain because he kind of lays off chasing Aang. And well, that and he's lost all of his resources to be able to properly do so on top of. That. Like he well, lost his crew, 
Um, him and Iroh are considered fugitives of the Fire Nation by the start of season one or season two. So, but but previous Zuko wouldn't care about that. Mm-hmm. He would just continue to to go and catch Aang, and he doesn't yeah. really do that later. And That's true. well, I mean, I think for a number of reasons, which we'll get into when we hit book two. But like, yeah, I mean, I think part of it is because that he lost all of his resources and stuff, and is like stuck. Be, having to play the part of a refugee or be an actual refugee and then like having to experience what it is that the earth kingdom in this case goes through as a result of fire nation oppression and to experience yeah. that firsthand, like and being the deep down compassionate person that he is like i, I think that does affect him that's one of many reasons why i but, think he starts to change yeah a little. yeah because no, it's like and you know and from the get-go he like normally he's like he starts off pretty spoiled and like feeling kind of entitled uh just to name a couple of his negative traits but then like as the show progresses specifically book two when he loses all of that like he kind of has to come to terms with that a little bit yeah but i but i think also this episode uh even even Sokka later uh talks about how uh uh, what what is the wording he used? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I will, I will find it later. But um, oh, uh, yeah. Sako knows Zuko would never give up, so Aang is fine because Zuko would make sure Aang is fine because he just wants to capture the Avatar alive. And um and um I've and I think Zuko just becomes defeated this episode with mm-hmm. um uh when um when um he 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 uh he ties up Aang in the cave, um Zuko starts his emo rant. And at <laughs> first and at, and at first you think, oh, it's just another Zuko pity party, but he <laughs> But he talks about his sister and how she is the best and how his dad said that she that she was born lucky and that he was lucky to be born. Damn. Like which oh, oh. <laughs> like that, that is, is so just horrible. A, 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 it is terrible. Oh and, god. And like if you've read the comics, like uh did you read the comic about where you learn what happens to yes. Zuko's mom? Yeah, okay. which also <laughs> involves Code the face dealer. Uh huh. Because you get to see Spoiler. that scene. Because you get to see that scene where <laughs> I was like, it's just like, yeah, she was born lucky. You're lucky to be born. Mm-hmm. They're just like at the dinner table when he says that. I'm like, jeez. Can you pass the rice, please? Oh my god! Yeah, lost no, my appetite. But, um, uh, Zuko says that he doesn't need luck. He's always had to struggle and fight, and that's made him who he is. It's like Zuko to a T. That is Zuko. Zuko. Mm -hmm. That is Zuko right there. And even Sokka, who hates Zuko right now, sees that. Where, where like, your enemy sees that your main characteristic is that you will not give up. You you have that determination. and, And you have that inner drive and that inner strength that even if it would kill you even if you're you like Zuko doesn't 
right now, Zuko doesn't care about his safety. He only cares about his goal. And yeah. and after this whole thing, after he's after he sees Zhao pulled into the abyss, uh he says that he's tired and that he and that he doesn't want to think about finding the avatar right now and mm. and i think that's a like that's a big turning that's a step point. that's a big step yeah the fact yeah. that he actually says i'm tired and i don't like i just don't want to think about it at the moment essentially yeah, yeah. um oh plus just Good setup to um, his sister's introduction by the end of this episode. Yeah, they, yeah, they, um, they, I don't uh, think keep on hinting yeah. at him having a sister, and they, and, I don't think they ever actually stated he had a sister until now. I mean, you do see, you do see her yeah. in the Zuko flashback episode, yeah, and with her like sociopathic grin. <laughs> as she's, he, she's also in every single opening. Hmm. Yeah so she is she is the firebending master oh but but it's but it's one of those things where where you can really see his like inferiority complex Mm -hmm. come out where he's trying to fight himself being good and and he's just fighting and fighting and fighting because he just wants to be good enough for his dad who will never see him as as uh, being good because Azula's a prodigy yeah and as and I just, mentioned before Azula's it's just like better. yeah and then as I mentioned before it's just so sad because it's like he's so fixated on getting Ozai's love that he doesn't just the complete unconditional love that Iroh's been giving him for years yeah. at this point like, which is what a parent's love should be mm-hmm. I mean you you might not always like your kid right now, but yeah. you will always love your kid. Mm-hmm. And Iro clearly, yeah, and and I don't even think Ozai likes his kids, even <laughs> even Azula. <laughs> yeah, which which is the sad part. I know. Yeah. So, Ugh. um. But anyway, so uh, guitar the water tribe's also- fighting. Yeah, the water tribe's fighting. Oh, we cut to Zhao, and he's talking with Iro again. Here's the moon problem. He's going to remove the moon as a factor. He's like, what? Yeah, and he's because he starts talking about how he came across a library, which I think we can all apply the spirit library. Which, how did he find that? How was he allowed in? All these questions and more. I'm concerned, but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so no, we just remember um, they uh, when they visit the spirit library. library the whole section on the fire nation is just burned yeah, it's destroyed yeah he he was proud of pro he might have been part of that expedition that ended up oh, burning he probably it. was yeah it's like well we got to get rid of pretty good information about yeah everything you need to know about the fire nation and more um yeah so he discovers a scroll in the spirit library that will be introduced to in book two um at least about, I think that it is that's it that it's in the I think it library. is. I, I get the sense that it is. Um at least that's my head canon anyway. Yeah. But um yeah, so he finds a so, scroll that tells him the physical um the mortal forms. The yeah, physical forms of the ocean and moon spirits. 
And then it's with that that he realizes, oh my gosh, I can actually kill these things because <laughs> I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, so uh, that whole scene really reminds me of when, um, of um, in the in the Fellowship of the Ring movie when um, when Gandalf finds the scrolls underneath Minas Tirith, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, he is looking things up about the One Ring. I and and I love Gandalf and I hate Zhao and I don't know why I found that parallel because <laughs> they both found scrolls while looking for yeah scrolls a single candle just mm-hmm. like looking over it firelight also um I wrote this still uh, uh, a deleted scene where where Zhao burned all of the scrolls after because he's an asshole because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it uh. Yeah. Oh, and then um, Xiao also mentions that Iroh ventured in at some point, which I totally forgot about that. Yeah, um, me too. I they, yeah. They mentioned that 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 he's heavily spirit, like he's very heavily spirit mm-hmm. spiritual. But that makes perfect. Sense. Yeah, because I forgot the basically what happened was after Luten's death. I mean, he basically uh-huh. went on like a soul searching journey, similar to like one that maybe that Zuko's kind of going through right now where yeah. he ended up changing a lot by the time he returned Fire Nation, but in yeah, doing so, he had I think, his fever of change. Yeah. Uh-huh. So my theory is that he stumbled into the spirit world in an attempt to find his son, oh. which breaks my heart. Oh. But yeah. Which, Why, but, Leslie? Why I, did you say this to I me? I know. I'm horrible. Because <laughs> my theory is he thought the spirit world might be a place where dead go like Maybe he learned that but wasn't they normally the case, don't. But yeah, but he ended up spending some time there and changed his perspective a bit, particularly his relationship with spirits and balance and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. Gosh. So, nat- so naturally, Iroh is horrified. Yeah, <laughs> and for and for good reason. And mm-hmm. um, and during and during this scene, about halfway through, um, Han infiltrated the ship um and he um he he uh reveals his he reveals his presence to them um pulls wearing off, the old fire nation gear yeah um pulls off his helmet um swishes his hair um and um and um and um yells like admiral um, joy prepare to meet your fate <laughs> yeah and then um zhao just kind of sidesteps throws him off or and and then like yeah he throws him overboard and immediately goes back to his conversation yeah that is the end of on which what i it makes me wonder really kind of what was the point of that whole subplot deep down like that's how it ended yeah like yeah han sucks i don't really know where why we need that to be honest like on the one hand, I get that they were trying to go with the themes of like tradition and how that can negatively affect people when rigidly sticking to it. But like at the same time, that was time we could have spent just hanging out with Sokka and UA even more and uh, flushing out the relationship even more. Not only that, but but does that mean that the entire Northern Water Water Tribe is this? terribly stupid and unskilled that their leader 
right? He's is oh my god, this yeah. crappy. I because know, right? they because like, they do amazing water bending. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I will I I will talk about this later, but 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 they just kick ass. Oh yeah. It's this some is, of why the, was this guy put in charge? Yeah. Is it because he has nice hair? Like what's going on here? <laughs> I know. It's like, what? I don't understand. So yeah, that's the end of the Han subplot. Which that's is really hair. unfortunate so- because there because there are about 20 other men that are somewhere mm-hmm. on that oh, yeah. on that ship. <laughs> and they're gonna die in like about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So let's hey. Yeah. Um, okay, so then meanwhile, as uh, Sokka, Katara, and Yue are looking for Aang, Yue talks about um, her origin story, where um, she was basically close to death as a baby when she was born, and so her parents prayed with the moon... They prayed to the moon and the ocean spirits, in which case, the moon spirit gave her essentially a part of its soul so that she could live, which is why her hair is white, her eyes are blue and stuff. Like blue and, and glowing. Yeah, blue and glowing. So, um, and that's, and her name, Yue, um, it means the moon. So, which is why her parents named her that. Which, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, um, but although I like this backstory, but I wish that it had come earlier. Last episode. Yeah, I think it should have happened in the Waterbending Master episode. Yeah, I think part one. Yeah, I think there is a deleted scene there where mm-hmm. um where um Sokka asks why why her yeah. hair is white. Actually, that's the one good one of the one good things that the movie does, I think, where like Sokka, I think Sokka. The movie did something you. good, take that back. I, I know I can't. You take that back. <laughs> I have to, I can't. <laughs> Cause like Sokka's talking to UA and they're just talking about random stuff, and then I think Yue's like, oh, so, or Sokka starts talking about how Grand Grand would love her. And um, she's like, oh, well, what would Grand Grand ask about me? And he's like, oh, well, she probably asked, like, why is your hair white? <laughs> and then she goes under her story. I mean, it's, it's kind of a dumb lead in, but, uh, but, but. But that sounds like Sokka. But the point, yeah. I hate, that I hate saying that. Yeah, I know. It's like the one, one of the few times in that movie. Oh man, Sokka's kind of in character for a change for like a millisecond. But um I feel like that makes more sense and it feels more natural in that context where like Sokka might have just brought it up. Because I mean it's hard to it's hard to miss her strikingly white hair. Nobody else has white hair like that. So like why wouldn't you ask? Especially given how yeah. attracted Sokka is to her immediately. So I feel yeah. like it would have made more sense if they had talked about it. If not in the Waterbending Masters, then at least back in part one. Just so it didn't feel so rushed uh, after, you know, with all the events that happened with UA at the end. Like, I think if they set that up earlier, these... um, I think that they that they could have used the the healer (coughs) teacher Mm -hmm. to kind of bring that up. Like, like, um, Sokka could be talking to to, um, to, um, Katara of about how pretty UA is, Katara could like be like, what, like what, like what does she have that I don't or something? Cute sistery, <laughs> and then like, and then Sokka would be like, well, she has white hair. I've never seen anyone with with um with a white 
hair and then and and then the healer uh teacher would have like overheard that and like um could have mentioned oh sh- oh she like, like like she was such a sick baby and, and we did everything that we that 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 we well, could but then the spirits blessed her and she got better and yeah. she, she's just a beautiful princess angel or something mm-hmm. you, oh, you part of me you know. yeah the part of me per- likes hearing it from ua though just because yeah it's more personal well, and yeah, it, it feels more personal. Personality. Yeah, it, it feels more personal. And like, it just would have been a cute conversation that would have made sense for Sokka to have with Yue at one point while they're just doing crush stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, um, before that, uh, there are really awesome scenes of water bending, and it's really hard to fight someone that is that is on that's on their home turf, which mm-hmm. is probably why the Fire Nation is having such a hard time with with the Earth Kingdom, because the entire ground is their home turf. Yeah, <laughs> pretty hard. That and the Earth Kingdom's just freaking huge so oh yeah it's, yeah it's so it's so much bigger yeah. um it is it is um it is a japan to china mm-hmm. that size difference that's just maybe like half of russia yeah it's pretty much china mm-hmm. uh so um, um yeah yeah so then we, so then katara Saka, anyway they find zuko and um katara kicks his ass because it's nighttime again um yeah. And then, yeah, they get Aang. They're about to leave Zuko in the snow, but Aang, being the nice person, is like, uh, no, we can't leave Zuko. So, and then, which Sokka replies with, yeah, let's bring the guy who's constantly trying to kill us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and so then they all proceed to go back to where the moon and ocean spirits are, just in time, because Zhao's managed to get in there and has already um, captured the moon spirit. Which case so, everybody's freaking out. Like, so he so he grabs the koi fish and just throws it into a bag he has, and the second that he that that he does that, the the moon behind him fills with like inky blood, and everything turns blood red. Oh yeah, it's so creepy. And then like the music in the background, it's like that haunting violin, <sighs> scratching music. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like not good. Um, yeah, so everybody's freaking out. Iroh is like a badass in this moment. I mean, Iroh's always a badass, but like, he sounds so intimidating here. He, what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> Iroh or, or Zhao? Oh, well, Zhao, <laughs> Zhao says that he that he's gonna be Zhao the Conqueror, oh my Zhao God. the Moon Slayer, Zhao the Invincible, and then he's attacked by Momo. Yeah, which but, I thought was deserved. Mm-hmm. But then Iroh, like with his booming voice, uh, is just like, "Yeah, if you do anything to that thing, I will like unleash on you, like a fire inferno tenfold." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's cool because it's just like, okay, so not all firebend, uh, not all firebenders are just one hundred percent evil. Like even I mean, some people have their limits, and like Iroh, this is the first time where he's deciding the gang on this end it won't be the first it won't be the last time i mean i would think most of the soldiers were not prepared for that no nobody was and (laughs) 
and I don't think that all of them were jazzed about killing the moon. Mm-mm. I I just think that they that they were trained to always obey orders. Yeah. And so they couldn't make a decision themselves. But I mm. bet that most of the fire nature soldiers, but I would like to think all of them wouldn't be fine with someone mm. killing the moon. Gosh. Yeah. And yeah. And like you really, you really the weight of just how big of a deal this is. Zhao killing thing. Because it's like Iroh, who's usually so calm and collected and patient, like he's like scary he goes here. To 11. <laughs> yeah, he takes it up to eleven and just yeah, I mean, blows up a gel. Yeah. Like, you can't do this. This is a horrible idea, and I am going to destroy you if you do what I think you want to do. And, yeah. <laughs> like, so, you really understand, like, just the yeah. weight of this decision that's <laughs> at stake here. Yeah, so Zhao, so, uh, Zhao seems to listen listen to Reyes and listen to Iroh and he lets and he lets the moon spirit go for about five and seconds for about five about uh, about five seconds and then he just just sets Karate the moon spirit him. on fire oh my god and, and kills the moon spirit and everything goes dark it's so scary like the moon it just like goes black it, it looks like it goes out almost like blow out a candle yeah it's scary and then everything transitions from so when he put the spirit back in the pool it went from red to blue again yeah it went back from red to blue and then when he kills it it goes from blue to just full-on gray it's terrifying and then and then iroh proceeds to defeat four Mm -hmm. grown men because (laughs) be uh 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 because uh Zhao runs away in terror. Yeah, even he realized it's just like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> like, yeah, you mess with the dragon of the West. <laughs> oh my god. That and he just realized shit, I might have really tipped some balance things here. <laughs> like he runs off like a coward. Um, still got the creepy violin music playing in the back. It's like, oh, it's not good. And yeah. uh everybody's freaking out, like Jeez, well, it's all is lost now. And then Aang it, essentially gets possessed by the grieving the moon. ocean spirit. No, the ocean yeah, spirit. Yeah, no, the ocean spirit because yeah. of the moon. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so he basically gets possessed by the ocean spirit and all the ocean spirits rage. Like, no, it's not over. Proceeds it, to walk into the middle of the and uh, go under, which I remember that from the trailer too. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it is it is like he plops under like like it's like it's oil mm-hmm. and it's just so weird and it's so otherworldly oh yeah and then this um atlantis the lost empire moment <laughs> happens yeah we sorry for it. all of the disney references <laughs> look we're disney nuts here specifically we can't help also these are all really straight up yeah <laughs> but um, um so there, yeah we proceed to get a badass spirit monster radiating tendrils of just bright light that is so that is so separate from everything else because everything else is 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 just gray 
and mm-hmm. um and um it is just crawling through the 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 uh the um entire palace and then it forms into this giant monster that is that is going to dis that's going to dis destroy everything and it's so yeah. scary it's so scary no be no because he walks by everyone from the water tribe drops drops <laughs> down to the floor bowing with their with their chests on the ground and then the monster wipes out everyone that isn't bowing it's insane like this with is like one swipe some- this is like some Moses and the plagues <laughs> level. Like, yes. <laughs> Woo. Um, yeah, that and it's also striking just because like it's technically Aang, although it's not Aang really. Really more so being possessed by the ocean spirit in this moment because Aang still can't control the Avatar state, which is essentially the state that he's in at this point. So like the fact that Aang, who's normally so like full-on pacifist and usually on defensive whenever he's doing combat he's never really the one any of this stuff like the fact that his body is essentially being used as a to just wipe out like crap ton of people he is, is a vessel for yeah. revenge uh it's he nuts. is a vessel for murder yeah the ocean <laughs> is angry and, ocean is pissed and the ocean <laughs> is going to kill you oh my because god you destroyed <laughs> the moon yeah and like i i think that's kind of my biggest complaint with this um episode actually the fact that or at least maybe the subsequent episodes because i don't think there's ever a moment after where ang has to like sit and realize the weight of what happened couldn't really control himself in that moment like i don't think you can talk about that and this could still be y7 so um so this is why um in harry potter uh and uh and the and the and the chamber of secrets this is why jenny never talks about being being um possessed by voldemort again because that's true be because that is a very adult thing to talk about and it's and it's very nuanced and it it would take a few episodes yeah it would but at the same time that would be a really interesting thing to add on to ang's character that i think they missed the opportunity to do a little bit here and in a way even start to set up even earlier the debate as to whether or not he should kill fire lord because it ultimately this this topic does become a topic of discussion just in a different way i think in terms of like should he or shouldn't he kill well, the uh well that bird. is that is also another thing where they don't really talk about death. And that's the thing yeah and my problem with one of my problems with the finale with the series finale is that they kind of sidestep that issue right after it's being brought up like that yeah so, so. uh so uh later ua doesn't die she just becomes the moon spirit later jet doesn't die we don't know what happened to jet but we uh, can he died. figure it out he dead <laughs> he, he did uh, and uh, and we don't 
killed the fire lord we just emasculate him and take away the one thing that he loves in the world and then and and and, and then chain him up in a in a prison forever you know not sure. but we're not gonna kill him no 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 no, no. no. <laughs> Yeah, but also, anyway, no one died when like the big ocean ocean monster. Oh no! Just slapped their hand down. Right. And also, Zhao oh is just missing. Uh no, Zhao's dead. Zhao's dead. Oh, Zhao is so dead. Okay, He's so dead. So speaking of which, oh, okay. So the bending obviously really popped since it's gray, or at this point since it's gray backgrounds and then blue water and stuff and then this yeah. blue um, monster in the back the, uh, the music during this scene is is so it's so final mm-hmm. it feels like this is other this is otherworldly and it feels like this is yeah i mean because it does in that moment final yeah it's like you got rid of the freaking moon that is like an eternal part of or an, an integral part of just life universe life yeah good luck with that i mean geez honest um overall like the spirit monster thing great ex uh, overall i mean aside from the aftermath that i just mentioned the execution of this is great like i understand why the spirit monster exists because of the ocean it makes sense right yeah because of the ocean spirits rage and like we'll get into this when we talk about cora later but they they try to do the spirit monster thing again oh. and it's really bad <laughs> in that version for a number of reasons which i oh. am sure i'll be ranting about when we get there plus um, yeah plus uh the the uh the spirit monster is kind of hinted at with heibai because heibai has, mm-hmm. um, has multiple forms the ocean spirit would have multiple forms yeah yeah, like, so um I totally so, understand why it exists here and I'm totally on board. Yeah. But Cora, they do not do a good job. We'll see. I Cora. I have not watched Cora, so we'll see how <laughs> Well, I've watched like one or two episodes of Cora. You know, yep. the, the good mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that should be an interesting conversation. Yeah. So um, uh while this yes. is happening, uh we cut back uh, to you, eh? Uh no, let's um let's let let's cut to Zuko first attacking Zhao. Okay. So uh so uh while the while 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 the ocean spirit possessing Aang is killing everyone, um Zuko finds finds um Zhao who is running away running because away. because he realized that yeah. he got way in deep. Over, over, yeah. Unintended. And he's a coward. Yeah. And can't take responsibility for his actions. So the the fight here is so cool because (laughs) of the colors. Oh yeah. So um so um Zhao Zhao talks about how um uh well uh Zuko is upset because Zhao tried tried to kill him. Zhao is surprised to see him because he thought he killed him, uh, because he was the blue spirit. Mm-hmm. and um and it's really cool because they're because there there's all this glowing water around them that is blue and like the blue the blue spirits so, like the blue is good but 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 um uh, but both of them are 
are using fire bending, and that's the only color you see in this scene. The glowing blue water and their fire bending, which is like a yellow orange. Like it is it is a lot brighter than normal uh, because mm. it's so be, be because it's so dark. Yeah. And 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 again, I think and, so good and when you see the fire go off it it lights up their um their clothing for for a moment so you get that burnt red Uh it's super cool and also i think what's great about this scene is that it's it's very game of thrones in that like you're basically watching two villains fighting but yeah (laughs) the betrayal garden (laughs) it's like you're watching two villains fighting but like you know you're still rooting for zuko at the end of the day yeah it's all relative i mean zhao is just human garbage <laughs> i mean he he, like, he 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 pretty much like bond villains the moon yeah uh, i mean wow who does that right <laughs> just like tank right? of shark tank of like laser sharks the moon yeah it's evil evil villain from mm-hmm. like a bad spy movie the the moon yeah. right so you want you to or you want to go to kick to kick Zhao's ass. So, watch out to die. Mm-hmm. And so, while this is happening, a giant spear monster hand comes out of the water and uh, grabs. No, no, not, not yet. Oh, not oh, yet. We will, we will get to that. That is, that is after UA does. Oh, right. Okay. Does her thing. So let's cut back to UA and notice UA's eyes are the only ones that we. See yes, they're, 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 they're the only ones that are still colored mm-hmm. because, they're still, because like, she blue. has the. Yeah, she still she has, has a piece the moon of the inside of it. Mm-hmm. The last bit of life with the moon spheres looks so good. I know um, it's so good. Like little things like that, good touches. Um, yeah. So, uh, since uh, spirit sensitive Iro realizes, oh wait, you have a piece of the moon spirit within you, and UA realizes that she can give that piece of back, which means sacrificing herself, um, to restore the moon spirit. Which yes. is so sad. Sokka's like, are Sokka's you kidding like upset. me? <laughs> yeah, like it was my duty to protect you. And I feel like this goes a little bit deeper. Like the well, idea that he feels the need he to. Loved her. Yeah, he loves her. And on top of that, like he feels like he was not strong enough to protect like his village when the Fire Nation invaded because he was too young. He feels like he's still not able to do it because like his his dad is left and stuff and he was never really the opportunity to prove himself he feels while he was still in the southern water tribe and like he wasn't able and, to protect his mother who died yeah. as a result of the like i think Ooh. it yeah it runs pretty deep i didn't think about that now i'm more sad and oh my god i'm sorry i'm just making you sad to tell my aunt. oh no it's oh, great <laughs> i love feeling sad avatar yeah. makes you feel emotions and i love things that make me scared and make me sad and make me happy Mm -hmm. and and this episode is just full of it so ua sacrifices herself and then as the winter spring music motif is playing oh Oh, god and And then (laughs) and then she falls aghast and Sokka says that she's gone and i wrote excuse me while i go cry in a corner right now freaking spirit yeah. Anyway. Yeah. so so while this is going on uh the fire oh, wait, wait, nation wait. wait so but after oh. she does that though um she you see her in like her spirit moon spirit form or the moon spirit takes the form of 
her. Both, yeah, of, of Yue now. Like, and she gives Sokka one last kiss. Yeah. She fades and, and says that she that she will always be oh. with him. Because she's the moon. Oh my gosh. So beautiful. Um yeah. Yeah. But but the before the moon (laughs) is actually restored, uh the Fire Nation, because they saw the big ocean monster, that is just terrifying. I mean Uh, uh, think about a god coming down to smite you because you mess with the balance of the universe so they are they are actually you know and again uh to go back to miyazaki it's very princess mononoke the part kill off yeah or when they kill the forest spirit i mean um, like this monster blob (laughs) like that's essentially i mean avatar's themes are very similar to themes miyazaki loves in his in his works mm-hmm. basically um the natural world versus the world we have made meg like mechanization that is that that is taking over you 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 see that in um you see that in um in um princess mononoke you see that specifically in howls moving moving castle quite a bit uh you 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 also see that in mm-hmm. And like um spirit of the way with like haku the whole like um co- the whole kohaku <laughs> river that was mm-hmm. di- that was just dirtied up that is a theme that he loves bringing back and back and back where which is like a really eastern uh thing as thing at as well which is which is pretty shintoist which is living with it's living with the land and and um and uh where like the land has a life too and there are spirits are spirits around rivers around forests around things and and like meg and like maybe meganization for the betterment of us isn't always good for the betterment of everything Mm -hmm. while in western cultures we've kind of forgotten about that which is which is kind of what the fire nation is doing they are uh they are they are are drilling for metal they are uh processing that metal they are making these like great machines they are burning they are burning things to to just travel in their like giant steamships and they are so they're so much more advanced than the rest of the world that that like them being the evil ones also makes their advancements evil and it's and it makes them not living with the land anymore and just like taking things over being a conqueror it makes that equal to that to that innovation so yeah so I think that is why we 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 keep on seeing the Miyazaki themes come along because because Avatar shares those themes at least the at, at least the uh, first series the the second the second series with um Korra like it like it seems to want more like steam it seems to want like a like a steampunk 
kind of equilibrium to try to bring both of the worlds together more. But yet again, I haven't watched Korra, so I don't know. And that <laughs> and that was my long rant. <laughs> no. Ugh. Nope, it's good. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, the Fire Nation is trying to retreat, uh, but they can't because the ocean is what they're in because they're in ships and the ocean's pissed. So um so the ocean spirit decimates every ship and everyone's dead including the the um the um the water tribe people that like stowed away on that ship along with han Mm -hmm. which sucks and they never talk about that yeah um yep so then we cut back to zuko and Zhao fighting and then the giant spear monster hand and grabs Jal. And yeah. Zuko, being the compassionate person he is deep down, tries to save him. But Jal, being the cowardly, prideful asshole that he is, refuses to accept help from somebody he considers a traitor slash coward, ironically enough. In yeah. Now, like, it's. Listener, so- you might think, oh, uh, oh, Zhao was trying to make sure Zuko didn't, didn't get killed. Killed no. too. That <laughs> no. that was not the face he was. Oh giving. no! Yeah, that <laughs> that was the face of I refuse to be saved by a traitor slash somebody I consider a coward and a weak person. Like, which is funny because you were running away from the ocean, right? <laughs> like he's awful, and it's just like heat more angst onto Zuko. Time is <laughs> like, dang! Once again, Zuko's trying to like a good deed but like again this kind of just further perpetuates in brain that it's like okay my compassionate nature that i was trying to do there is bad and like mercy is weakness i mean zuko doesn't think when he does these things he just Mm -hmm. acts yeah and like he clearly doesn't think (laughs) no no well yeah but um but but um those are those are the moments where where he shines because mm-hmm. because he's not thinking of oh let me try to help Zhao to get what I want or something no he, which trying trying to help Zhao yeah I, mean, I was like this the dude tried to kill me is pulling him under right and also we were just fighting because he mm-hmm. tried to kill me yeah and, and yeah he almost he's... succeeded it's written mm-hmm. all over my face right now yep. <laughs> all the scratches <laughs> yeah. I just and I feel just bad. Acts. Yeah. And I just feel bad for Zuko because I'm sure deep down it makes him feel like, okay, so uh, yeah, what I was doing was wrong. Really wasn't. Uh, for, but Ding for Dong, Zhao is dead. <laughs> for a moment I thought you were you were gonna say, but I feel bad for Zhao. And I was gonna be <laughs> no, so upset no. with you. Zhao was the worst. Zhao <laughs> <laughs> don't be surprised if I edit in. Ding <laughs> dong, Zhao is dead. Ding dong, Admiral Zhao is dead. Da 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 da. Oh, screw Zhao. Zhao is the worst. Sing it high, sing it low. <laughs> <laughs> Ding oh dong, Admiral Zhao is dead. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> then we cut Ooh. to the aftermath for everybody. So. 
Uh, Katara is deemed Master Katara because Paku decides that he's going to go off to the Southern Water Tribe and help restore it back to its former glory with um, some of his fellow waterbending trainees. Uh, slash um, Paku's thirsty and really wants Granny. Yeah. Uh, grand, that, grand, yay. Yay. Because then Katara's like, oh, but what about Aang? He still needs to finish his training. He's like, well, then he better start getting used to calling you Master Katara. So she's officially Master Katara, which is Yay. so awesome. Yep. Um, oh, and then we cut to Yue's uh, dad. Oh, God. Papa He's talking and to him Sokka. are having a beautiful moment. Oh, Lord. That's super sad. Um, what? Oh, he's like, I always knew this day would come that she would eventually become the moon. And, Z- and Sokka's like, you must be proud. So proud. Sad. And sad. God. that's that mix of emotion because i mean she she did sacrifice herself to bring the moon back Mm -hmm. like but but he loves his daughter Mm -hmm. oh it's so sad and it's like you really it a a good thing about the show is that it really feel her presence almost any time the moon is out anyway especially if it's anything involving sokka like there's a scene in book two where he's talking with Suki and Suki uh, kisses Sokka, but Sokka says it's complicated and they're talking with the moon in the dead center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. It is. It is. Uh, it, 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 it's so good. Oh, it's, it's so good. Ugh. So uh, then we cut to Zuko, who's oh, just exhausted. Oh, also, um, uh, I like how. Even though we don't really see a lot about the chief, he he acts like a real father would, mm-hmm. and it shows that this show cares about like family re- relationships too. Not not just found family, but but like blood family. Yeah, and and not and not a lot of cartoons do that because normally the parents are all dead. Yeah, because <laughs> it makes things easier mm-hmm. to be honest <laughs> yeah oh so sad and so yeah. then we cut to Zuko who's exhausted on a raft with Iroh feeling pretty hopeless right now yeah and he's Iroh, this- yeah Iroh says that I'm that 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 he's surprised that that, that Zuko isn't um, planning how to catch the avatar right now and Zuko just says, I'm tired. Yes, oh, screw this. <laughs> and that kind of marks the transition into him being less of the primary villain and more of an anti-hero, maybe. Like, anti-hero. Yeah. I say maybe because <laughs> get ready for betrayal at the end of episode uh book two. Oh my god. My I never my, felt so my betrayed. Heart can't take it. I um get to that episode like my heart was shattered into a good grief that was like mm. the original betrayal prior to game of <laughs> happening it's like what yeah oh just pure betrayal uh yeah, so, yeah. Um, so then we cut to the um the final no, shot wait what we 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 uh but before that we we uh we cut to ang who is just sad hugging katara who is sad and then and then um 
and then everyone shares a shares a moment together um mm-hmm. them uh Sokka Appa Momo and they're all staring at the moon and yep. oh, and they're thinking about Yue and they're thinking about her sacrifice and they're thinking about what they have to do later and the things that they will have to sacrifice later mm-hmm. uh, to 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 keep the balance yep and then uh, we get we <laughs> the scene oh yeah so we cut to the fire lord's throne room and uh you hear mark hamill's <laughs> uh talking about how Iro failure and zuki or no Zuko's a failure and Iro is a traitor I am Zuko a task. is a failure. Yeah, I have a I task have a for task you. You and then, and then, and then Azula puts Azula. up her face. Oh and then the and creepy violin music is in the back. Crazy music. That oh my yeah, the crazy music. Her, yeah, <laughs> that is her crazy music. That is when she's doing a like psychotic break. Pretty much. Yeah. And this oh. is where the real villain comes in, mm-hmm. and it's pretty safe to assume that that might be Zuko point since Zuko did mention her in this episode at this well um well also and, the fire lord oh, says your, oh, your brother, your is, brother a tra- Zuko is a failure yeah you're right okay never mind um, <laughs> but, but we don't like, know her just, name yet mm-hmm, but you can just tell by her face like oh man she means business and she also, looks like a fucking Zuko, sociopath Zuko talked her up Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, yeah. She she is a prodigy. She <laughs> she is good at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, she 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 was born lucky, and he was lucky to be born. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. So definitely a, an ominous way to end book one, but and a also great lead-in to oh next yeah season. to book two. Next book. Like, next season so exciting i mean overall this was i think a great way to wrap up book one like it for a children's show especially that i mean especially one that it realized which does, it managed to close things and have them be satisfying like so if you only watch this season i think you'd still be satisfied but at the same time open leaves things open to progress into book two if you're still on board for book two which most people which everyone who wasn't <laughs> like Super cool. And like every finale, I think, inspired to be like this, where it's equal parts satisfying, but it still leaves you wanting more. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just solid, solid episodes. Um, Yeah. And super excited to talk about book two. Book book two might be my favorite book. Oh, yeah. Book two is my favorite. It's like book one is like New Hope. Book two is Empire Strikes (laughs) Back. And it's so good um yeah just and i mean yeah i'm trying to hold my excitement but um it's great yeah stay tuned for our for for our next episode where we aren't talking about book two episode episode one we (laughs) are re we're kind of re 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 recapping book one talking about our our uh, our favorite moments least our uh our, our least favorite moments our favorite character our least favorite character character uh favorite episode least favorite just 
just our just our general bests and worsts mm-hmm. and just talking about the themes and and like kind of talking about how 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 book one leads into book 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 two so get ready for that it's gonna be fun and then after that of course get ready for book two episode one the avatar state so yay so exciting so until then stay flaming